This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Hey, hey! To those of you who celebrate, happy November. November! Jay, it's a Mo Shave November. <laughs> Are you going to partake in a No Shave November? Uh, I was already planning on doing it um, later when I got home, so I don't know. Now I, got, I didn't really realize that was a thing. I gotta now I gotta think about it. Mm, it definitely is. I don't re- recall the reason why. I know that Aaron Rodgers uh, used to do it every year and probably will do it again, but I don't know the catalyst behind a No Shave November. If somebody wants to let me know, uh, you can find us on Twitter, a-, a Law Radio, or on Facebook. Again, I'm not really sure why I would think it would be for a cause, for a charity, maybe to raise money for a particular uh, organization uh, or to draw awareness for a particular cause. Like, say, we just finished October and Breast Cancer Awareness Month and everyone wearing pink. So I would think that that is the reason why. Uh, But at this current moment, I can't recall. I just know that it's a thing in November, so you may want to partake. If there's a noble cause, that's cool. I like that. But if it's just because Aaron Rodgers is doing it, I don't know if I can get on board with that. I just remember he used to do it all the time, and he would all of a sudden have a bunch of facial hair. You could probably Google it. I'll bet that we we could find out the reason real quick. Uh, Speaking of social media, Twitter, Facebook, we'd love to take your questions for Ask Amy Anything. That's coming up in 30 minutes. And so look for the bright orange box on our show Twitter after our CBS or on our Facebook page. Uh, you may have noticed if you're an astute, an astute student, that sounds awkward. If you are an astute listener to After Hours, we did not get to TD of the Week because I was not on the show last night. There are a bunch of you that asked me uh, via social media, where's the podcast? <laughs> So you didn't hear the show live, but you wondered why there was no podcast. Well, we don't generally podcast the show. Jay doesn't podcast the show when it's not me. Uh, so we don't re- keep the the audio or post the audio, I should say, of the fill-in hosts. Um, and since I was taking a sick day in preparation for a medical procedure on Tuesday morning, uh, I was unable to host And many of you, you sent very kind messages. Want to thank you again for your care and your concern. I do appreciate the support. The hardest part was the fasting in preparation for the anesthesia because I didn't eat. Because of the the schedule that I keep working overnight, the doctor's office was a little bit nervous about me eating overnight Sunday into Monday. Now, if I had kept my mouth shut, if I had just told them, Yes, fine. I'll start fasting on Monday morning at 6 a.m. There would have been no issues. Uh, But when I opened my mouth and said, well, I work overnight 
is it okay for me to eat while I work, to drink coffee while I work? Uh, is that all right? Then she got really nervous. No joke. She was, she was hemming and hawing. Well, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know how that will affect you since you're not going to be sleeping. Maybe stop eating by Sunday midnight. Whoa. So our last meal, Bob is here visiting, our, and I hope I'm not waking him up. Our last meal was 7 o'clock on Sunday evening in between the, the, the after, late afternoon round of football games and Sunday night football. And so we had that window where we were eating dinner, and I didn't really eat again. I had a few pieces of pineapple uh, before the show, and I did have some coffee before the show Sunday night into Monday morning. But honestly, the last food that I ate was around midnight Eastern time on Sunday into Monday. And so for that reason, uh, all I could, uh, all I could do was, was have water. Uh, I really couldn't, couldn't eat anything at all. Uh, And so (laughs) in preparation for the anesthesia, I I got hungrier and hungrier and I don't do well with fasting. Um, I do it sometimes, but I don't, I don't navigate it well. My stomach hurts. I get a headache, all that kind of stuff. Um, but that wasn't even the worst part of it. I was actually really nauseous uh, as I was getting ready for the procedure. So I felt just terrible on Monday night into Tuesday morning. Um, thankfully, got to the hospital and the procedure went really well, according to the doctor. Here's the funny part, though. Now, I hadn't been under anesthesia since I was in college. So it's been a long time. And when they asked me, do you have any type of reaction to anesthesia or any type of allergies when it comes to anesthesia? I honestly could an answer other than to say, I don't know. I don't recall having any adverse effects or any adverse reaction to it when I was in college and I had my wisdom teeth out. Uh, it was the worst thing too. Two days before Christmas when I was a senior in college, that was the only time I could do it because I played basketball and we had a tournament in LA right after Christmas. And so I got them out, the wisdom teeth out two days before Christmas. Of course, couldn't really eat anything solid because of the pain of the wisdom teeth. And then on Christmas day, the stitches came out and uh, just a lot of bleeding it was awful. We had to call an emergency dental surgeon to get the stitches put back in or to get new stitches on Christmas Day. Might have been the worst Christmas of my entire life, senior year in college. Anyway, all that to say, if something happened with the anesthesia, I do not remember because it was so long ago. Uh, so I really couldn't answer that accurately. I was a little nervous about the anesthesia, not about anything else, but about the anesthesia. And uh, I remember I was hooked up to a heart monitor and I was hearing a very loud beep as as it's tracking my heart rate and it's beeping every time my heart beats and it's loud. And so I couldn't, I was trying to just kind of get comfortable and and be ready for the anesthesia. And I just remember how loud it was. And then the nurse said to me, or the anesthesiologist said to me, you might feel something warm in the IV. I didn't feel anything, but all of a sudden the heart monitor went from beep, beep, beep to beep. Beep. <laughs> it slowed Uh-oh. down so quickly. It was so drastic, at least in my mind, because I don't know exactly when she started to put in uh, the medicine into to my IV. But I remember saying, is that my heart rate? And I heard the doctor behind me say, that's the anesthesia. That's the anesthesia kicking in. And so after that, I closed my eyes and I don't remember another thing. It was that quick. It felt like it was seconds before I was out with the anesthesia. So then, <laughs> this is 
the funny part. Knowing how much I uh, love to ask questions, uh, not only does curiosity kill the cat, but <laughs> curiosity can be a pain in the butt sometimes. Just a, I'm, I'm a pest when it comes to the questions, but I want to understand everything. So it makes total sense that as I come out of the anesthesia, now I don't realize that I'm out of the anesthesia as in I'm 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 waking up. All I know is that I can hear people talking. Right? So my eyes are not open. I have no idea what's going on, but I say <laughs> appropriately, I can hear your voices. Is that okay? <laughs> in that moment, I was actually nervous that I was waking up in the middle of the procedure. Isn't that crazy? I'm completely disoriented. I have no idea how long I've been under, but my my cognizance of voices in the room and without opening my eyes, looking to see where I was, I had no idea what was going on around me. My, my first thought was, I can hear your voices. Is that okay? <laughs> Cause I thought, Oh no, I'm awake. I can hear people. <laughs> anyway, the nurse said to me, you're done. And again, without my eyes open, my response was I'm done. And then I kind of fell, I think I fell back asleep. I was very groggy, of course. And I go on this joy ride through the halls of the hospital. So they had wheeled me from the, the well, the initial room, which was also the recovery room, into the, the room where the procedure was taking place. And so the, I just remember I hadn't opened my eyes and it felt like she was racing through a maze of hallways. It, it was like a, a ride at the, the amusement park where we're turning right and then we're turning left and we're we're taking the corner on rails. Like it just, it was crazy how fast it felt like we were moving. I'm sure she wasn't running, um, but it felt that way. And so, yeah, the, the, from my first question to um, the best graham crackers I've ever tasted in my entire life, uh, coming out of anesthesia was, was a little bit strange for me, but um, other than just the, the unsteadiness and the instability when I first stood up, uh, they actually had a, a nurse walk down the hallway and out the door with me, or at least out to the door uh, so I could get in the car uh, because they wanted to make sure I'm sure they do do this for everyone, but they want to make sure I didn't fall over. But I, yes, I felt very woozy and unsteady um, and, and still a little bit, I wouldn't say nauseous. The nausea went away, thankfully, um, but just didn't feel great still for a couple hours. Uh, but I'm excited that we could do the show from the super secret home base. Didn't want to miss another night. And gosh, definitely did not want to miss this night with everything going on. Uh, my, my kids feel the same. Penny is, you can't hear her snoring because she's down on the floor next to the table where I'm hosting the show, which is in my living room. She's snoring loudly. Sugar was sitting on the chair next to me, but I do not know where she has gone to. It's probably a good thing. If she's not making noise, that's usually a positive. Yep, I don't see her anywhere. She's gone. She gone. I don't hear her. No, I, I haven't heard her at all, actually. I think she was pretty sleepy. Uh, she, <laughs> this is really funny. Uh, she generally hides or hunkers down. Bunkers down, hunkers down. She does both of those things in the spare bedroom where Bob is sleeping and right now sleeping, but where he's been sleeping since he's been visiting. And so she gets in there and he doesn't realize she's in there and he shuts the door. <laughs> and then in the middle of the night, Sugar, who does not like closed doors, she she is allergic to closed doors in any form. Uh, she either sits outside them and howls or sits inside them and howls. I'm sure many of you who are cat owners, you understand what I'm talking about. Uh, she multiple 
multiple times has decided very loudly that he needs to get up out of bed and let her out. Um, and so <laughs> that's been a problem. Uh, he doesn't know where she is sometimes and accidentally locks her in or not locks her in there, but just shuts her in there. So I know she's out here with me somewhere, but I don't know where. And I have no idea. Uh, I'm hoping that my voice is not loud enough to wake him up. Uh, Penny's deaf, so she can't hear anything that I'm saying. So she's dreaming right now. She looks like she's running which is cute because she doesn't really run anymore at nearly 14 years old. Three weeks, she'll be 14 years old if that's not crazy. I don't know what is. Anyway, so she can't hear me, and but I don't know if he can. I just know that I turned on the loudest fan I can, Jay. I have two fans. One of them is really loud. It's on high. Okay, keeping in mind it's in the 30s outside in uh, my neighborhood right now, but the fan is pointed in the other direction away from the bed, and it's on high to try to drown out any of me talking. So hopefully that's working you have people that are fixing your bathroom at your house are you using any kind of white noise or fan to drown out the racket that they're making yes so it's been constant banging for about a week now i'm just tearing nice. things apart and just uh it's horrible but yeah so i've been putting on the fan just even though it's like you're saying in my neighborhood too it's been like 40s and cold during <laughs> lately but i it's, i need something i need some sort of noise to to, to cancel it so yeah, yeah i'm going with the fan yeah, so the fan right now is blo- – I can actually hear the fan through the door even though I'm downstairs and the fan is behind a closed door upstairs. Uh, again, good thing that the sugar is not locked into that room tonight because he might not even hear her with the fan very loud. I feel badly because my mom gave it to me as a gift when I purchased this home in 2020 because it, we did put in AC, and so the, the house has central AC, but in capes, for those of you who are familiar – uh, with a cape, it's a little harder to cool the upstairs because the roof and, and how it's angled and how high it can be over the rooms. And so anyway, it's just hard to force the cool air upstairs. We do whatever we can, but the fans are are necessary in the summertime. And I actually use them year round, uh, like Jay is talking about, even though we're now into the, the colder temps, thankfully. It was 80 degrees on Saturday when Bob and my brother and I went hiking. 80 degrees in the mountains in New Jersey. That's, that's nuts though. But anyway, um, I use fans year round to help drown out sound. My mom bought me this particular fan. It's a stand. It's um, yeah, it's like a. It's not a. Uh, it's not an oscillating fan. It's more like a a, a stick. A stick. It's more like a pole, like the type of a pole or I don't even know how to describe it. Um, a stump, maybe. It's a pole slash stump, uh, and it's it's got a big vent that runs the length of it, and it is louder than heck when you put it on the highest setting. That's why I actually don't use it very often. Uh, when mom comes to visit, I have to put the fan in my room and pretend like I've been using it. Sorry, mom. Anyway, uh, it's really loud, and and so that is... I hope doing the trick up there. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Uh, again, appreciate all of your tweets and and also your awareness that I was not on the show last night. It's good to be missed. I uh, just got this tweet from David. It's to raise awareness for cancer, the No Shave November. All right, so it's a... Uh, it's the next step after Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We've got No Shave November, uh, which certainly applies more to the males. At least I hope it applies more to the males. Although to each his own. Uh, send your questions t- uh, to our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, or our Facebook page for Ask Amy Anything. Now, I feel like we've done some work here. I feel like we've gotten to a lot of the major storylines. The breaking news, Josh McDaniels fired, and the statement released by Mark Davis in Vegas 
about an hour before the show began. So we'll get back to that, of course, coming up. No reaction from Josh yet or obviously from any of the Raiders. Their reaction, the latest reaction we had from them is after Monday Night Football and the frustration of another embarrassing loss and feeling like they're spinning their wheels and they're going absolutely nowhere. I mean, nowhere. In fact, backwards, if you will. Uh, and it never really came together. And I'll give you, you know, my theories, my reaction to it maybe on the back half of this hour as we head into next hour. So that was the big breaking news, but it wasn't the only breaking news. Uh, you also had the college football playoff rankings that came out late in the evening on Tuesday, plus the trade deadline for the NFL, which did precipitate. Um, well, it, it, it precipitated the Josh McDaniels and it certainly precipitated uh, the, you know, the fallout and, and uh, the week eight kind of looking at changes based on quarterbacks and just injury news that we're still waiting to come in. We don't exactly know uh, how all of those are going to affect week nine, uh, but the trade deadline was in the middle of the afternoon. We know the Vikings had to get a quarterback and so they acquired Josh Dobbs from the Cardinals. He had already lost the starting job there in Arizona and so he was not going to start in week number nine they bring him in they're going to go with their rookie in week nine Jaron Hall who filled in for Kirk Cousins after he got hurt but even thinking about the commanders and their situation and back-to-back losses and I wonder how it might be different for the commanders if they had beaten the Eagles if they had held on to beat the Eagles on Sunday because they allowed 21 points in the fourth quarter on Sunday and for that reason the the Eagles were able to rally past them and get the win Um, so I'm wondering how things might have been different if they won that game but ultimately I think this is about a new regime and new ownership coming in and and wanting to start fresh that seems to be the general consensus with the two trades that they made, the two big trades that they made uh, for Chase Young, who was not going to, well, he was a free agent at the end of the year, so was not under contract for next season, maybe wasn't going to sign there depending upon uh, the money that they were willing or able to to give him. And then Montez Sweat as well. And it's funny, right, because we look at the offense and we think that's where they need help, um, but the defense is where they have the more valued pieces. And so that's what they can get in return. Um, so they'll be stockpiling draft picks and then also contracts that expire at the end of the year to try to start fresh and build from the ground level, build from the basement up, which does not bode well for Ron Rivera. Um, it, it's been... Hmm. It's been a roller coaster to say the least since Rivera took over. A lot of it tied to the fact that they have not had a steady hand at quarterback. Uh, they've had so many different iterations of of their offense, you know, their offensive leaders, uh, because they just can't find one viable option. And so Sam Howell is the one that they chose. They tapped even at the end of last season to try to get him ready. And and he's hit or miss. He's still a very young quarterback and he's still figuring it out. I don't know that he will have beyond this year, and it certainly doesn't feel like Ron Rivera will either because they have not won consistently with him. They did have the division title in the NFC East going back to the COVID season, um, but they were below 500. If I remember correctly, they were below 500. And since then, it's just been 
one step forward, two steps back. And now there's new ownership and it doesn't make any sense that they would want to retool the entire roster and not change the coaching staff. Um, so we'll, we can talk more about that, but yeah, all the reaction will continue through the week. You know, teams were mostly off on Tuesday and as they get back into the facilities on Wednesday and start preparing for week number nine, well, then they have microphones in their faces. Um, so we can talk more about that. The James Harden trade, if you missed the conversation with Law Murray at the top of last hour, uh, he is our Clippers insider. He was with the team in L.A. as they rallied to to beat the Orlando Magic in an ugly game. James Harden was in the building. P.J. Tucker was in the building. And while the team won't officially comment until the trade is signed, sealed, and delivered, according to Law, a lot of happy people there inside the uh, Staples Center. Is it, Wait, is it Staples Center? Did it change his name? I think it did, didn't it? It did. Shoot. The dot com something? No, don't tell me. I don't know. It's bad when they change uh, names and I cannot remember. And I go back to the old name and people get very upset at me. Uh, because there are companies that pay a lot of money. Crypto? Crypto, crypto. something. Crypto.com crypto. Crypto. arena. Thank you. Thank you. Crypto.com arena. I mean, I was so close. And maybe another 30 seconds that I would have had it. <laughs> so James Harden is a clipper. Invite you to listen to that conversation with Law Murray. That'll be part of our podcast. Uh, World Series, game number four, as the Rangers are on the cusp of their first championship in franchise history. So there is a lot going on. We're going to stick with the NFL for a little bit longer here, though. Uh, Steelers' Kenny Pickett issuing his edict on week number nine uh, and also uh, Daniel Jones likely to start week number nine uh, again we talked about the the Kirk Cousins situation and the Vikings uh, just yeah it, it we're about to hit the midway point and it feels like it's more dramatic than ever in the NFL uh, send your questions for Ask Amy on Twitter after hours CBS also on our Facebook page it's our hump show middle of the night super secret home base after hours with Amy Lawrence CBS Sports Radio you are listening to the after hours podcast this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3, you bet! Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. At halftime, they said he was going to come back, and then he comes out and warms up, and then he doesn't. I, I don't know who they was. Um, I didn't say that. 
He did come out and warm up. He was throwing on the sideline in the second half. Did he report additional pain that made him unable to go? Him warming up is not reflective of, of intentions. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Mike Tomlin always has a way with words. He always has his own unique style and exclamation point and stamp, if you will. And yes, even though Kenny Pickett did throw the ball on the sidelines at halftime of the Steelers game this past weekend, uh, he never did come back in the game. And because... That question was posed to Mike Tomlin. Tomlin squashed it and said, just because he was, I'm paraphrasing, I can't say it like him, just because he was warming up does not mean that he was ever going to come back into the game. Uh, The Steelers, in large part because Kenny Pickett got hurt, but that's not the only reason, uh, they take a step back themselves offensively. Um, because he did not play in the second half, um, and and it was described as a a rib injury. It was termed a rib a rib injury. Um, he he was spelled or he was excuse me he was replaced by Mitch Trubisky. A um, couple of interceptions late in the game, uh, and really the Jacksonville Jaguars um, they as much as they wasted some opportunities, red zone stuff, and a couple of their own empty. Uh, drives it wasn't an offense for Pittsburgh that picked up where I thought it might from the week before and the fourth quarter touchdowns the rally against the Rams I was really impressed with what I saw in that week seven game um, in which they were coming off a bye if I remember correctly and they they looked like they had grown up and matured in that fourth quarter and I thought okay maybe this is the 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 catalyst the the jumping off point for this offense in which they can finally um, be consistent moving forward and and they can grow up a little bit here and now we'll start to see what this offense can do and can be with a quarterback who's had almost a full year or has had a full year uh, of starts now and yet that did not happen he gets hurt and Mitch Trubisky disjointed to say the least when he comes into the game it's after hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio our hump show and so we're going to get to your questions for ask Amy anything got a couple minutes left to send those to our show Twitter after hours CBS or to our Facebook page Uh, so Kenny Pickett didn't get to choose whether or not he played in uh, in the second half of the game on Sunday Uh, and right now according to Mike Tomlin he is a game time decision uh, and that as they go through the week, they will really, really evaluate. Um, they are looking at Wednesday as a, a practice that will really determine his availability. Uh, and he was limited on Tuesday. However, none of that matters to Kenny, who was asked whether or not he will be playing against the Titans in week nine. I'm playing for sure. <laughs> I'm playing for sure, Uh, though, according to Mike Tomlin, they're going to see how it goes throughout the week, whether or not he can throw, whether or not he can play without pain, uh, comfortability. And so right now, once again, Mike Tomlin and Kenny Pickett are not on the same page. Well, maybe they were on the same page Sunday and Tomlin told Pickett that he was not playing in the second half. The training staff said he was not playing in the second half and Mike Tomlin was going to defer to them. Um, But it doesn't matter because Kenny wanted to warm up, wanted to try to throw and see if he could finagle his way back onto the field. 
Um, it's It was a light practice Tuesday. He did as much as everyone else uh, Pickett did. Now that's his determination or his assessment. He did as much as everyone else did. And so Wednesday will really be uh, a determining factor in what they can do with him, but also how they can prep moving forward, right? Um, how they can put in their sets and determine game plan. They're going to need a QB1, and if Pickett can't go – and they're relying on Trubisky, then maybe that also affects uh, whether or not he can play coming up this weekend, you know, how much work he can get. Game time is what Mike Tomlin termed it. Pickett, oh, I'm going for sure. (laughs) As for the Minnesota Vikings, they used the trade deadline to bring in a new quarterback, but if you think back to our first show of the week, so it was Sunday night into Monday, we asked you, I was very impressed with the wealth and variety of your answers, by the way. We asked you on social media, if you're a team that needs a quarterback, where do you look? And we got some really smart answers. Uh, you guys came up with names that were slightly ridiculous, like Tom Brady um, and a few others. But you also came up with names that I think could have been viable options for any team looking for a quarterback. Josh Dobbs was not mentioned Or maybe if he was, it was one time. Kyler Murray was mentioned multiple times as a place where teams could look. Ultimately, that's where the Vikings did look, to the desert, but they bring in Dobbs instead of Kyler Murray. And and the Cardinals likely weren't parting with Kyler Murray. But they bring in Dobbs instead. And Kevin O'Connell, as he faces the media on Tuesday... You know, he sounds like that they're excited. They've done their homework and they look forward to this guy being part of the team and potentially being on the field. Thought it was important uh, in our process of evaluating our options at the position to make sure we solidified uh, our quarterback room um, along with Jaron Hall and and hopefully Nick Mullins coming back off short-term IR at some point. Um, Do not know that timeline as of right now um, when that would happen. Um, but Josh gives us a, uh, an experienced player who's started some games, you know, not only this year but last, and uh, you know has played some uh, some good football against some some of the best defenses in our league, and, and found ways to move the ball. Um, brings a, a level of athleticism to go along with, you know, uh, great great football intelligence, smart player. Um, has have always loved his makeup and, and kind of what he's all about, and he's played in a variety of different offenses and. And I know he's excited to uh, to get going here. So Kevin O'Connell talking about why they go and they pick up veteran Josh Dobbs from the Cardinals as the backup, actually, to Jaron Hall. Now, Jaron will start uh, for this one week coming up. He's at a BYU. He came into the game last weekend. Uh, hello, welcome to the NFL rookie when Kirk Cousins got hurt late. It was middle of the fourth quarter. Uh, as for Joshua Dobbs, yes, he started eight games with the Cardinals this year. Um, if you look at his stats, he's been this is actually his fourth franchise uh, for which he will play. He was with Pittsburgh when he first started, uh, and he also then was with the Tennessee Titans for a year and spent these these last few weeks with the Cardinals, and there were some good moments. There were some moments where he did help to move the offense up and down the field. He's really smart. You may have heard the story about him being a rocket scientist. Really smart. Already nearly 1,600 yards passing, uh, eight touchdowns to go along with five interceptions. Um, Also has, I think it's uh, two, three rushing touchdowns, so a handful of those in there as well. 
Um, certainly still getting his feet wet as the Cardinals starter, but they were planning to move on, actually. Uh, so now what does this mean for the Vikings? Well, he brings a, a veteran presence, and he can certainly tutor and help game plan with J- Jaron Hall. Does he see the field? I'm not sure. Um, Nick Mullins is on IR, as you hear with Kevin O'Connell. Ultimately, it's got to be depressing. If the Vikings had designs on continuing this win streak and and challenging the Lions for the NFC North, but at the very least challenging for a playoff spot since they were back to 500, maybe as a wild card, Kirk Cousins was playing some incredible football. There were people that were talking about him as a dark horse MVP candidate. Now, granted, the Vikings would have to finish with a much better record, but his numbers were awesome. Even without Justin Jefferson, the rapport that he created already with the rookie Jordan Addison, uh, obviously the relationship with K.J. Osborne, as well as uh, T.J. Hawkinson that started last year when he was traded there. Um, Think about the... The change at running back, no more Dalvin Cook, but Alexander uh, Alexander Madison. Um, and so there, there were a lot of moving parts. Um, you know, had a new head coach going back to last year, and, and he's been the, st- the stable force in the middle of that offense and really in the locker room. A lot of people respect him for his leadership and the character that he is. Um, he's kind of the old grizzled veteran now and, and yet approaches his job with not just with joy, but with excitement, with passion, despite how much he gets hit. He always goes out there, and if he has to play hurt, he does. Had never missed a start uh, because of injury before in his career. So this is a huge blow to the Vikings and maybe believing that they had finally settled into a rhythm with three consecutive wins. So no matter who they start at quarterback, this is rough, and it's going to be rough, but maybe Josh Dobbs can help them. All right, on Twitter, After Hours CBS, our Facebook page two, After Hours with Amy Lawrence and Ask Amy Anything come up next. You are listening to the After Hours podcast. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Guest. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Time to ask Amy anything. Sort of. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. Hola. From the super secret home base. Happy November. 
Uh, it will not be a no-shave November for me, but maybe for some of you it will be. Maybe for producer Jay. Uh, I don't think that's going to be a question on Ask Amy Anything, but I do know you posed many questions because I could see the notifications on both Twitter and Facebook. Thank you, as always. If you do not hear your question posed, please check your original post because I go back and I answer a lot of these questions on Wednesday. Let's see. Producer Jay has probably got candy in studio with him uh, because he is a candy freak. And in the wake of Halloween, no doubt, came armed and dangerous. I'm sorry I'm missing that, Jay. But what do you uh, how how confident I am that there are questions about candy? Pretty confident. And you should be. And you and you are right. I'm currently uh, enjoying a bag of Snickers. Oh, it's not Snickers. Uh, Skittles. Snickers. I already had a Snickers. A bag of Snickers. I had a Snickers already. <laughs> now I'm onto the, the bag of Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, we're going to start with candy, which I already right. had planned to do. Love. Gary wants to know, what is your favorite Halloween candy? Oh, gosh. I love those little mini Almond Joys. I love Almond Joys. Uh, but I also love Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, a two-pack. Um, I like it when you can you get the smaller packs of gummy bears or gummy worms. Uh, those are a little more uncommon, but I do like those as well. Uh, we gave out Hershey's Kisses and mini Snicker bars. Those were delicious. Last week, uh, excuse me, last year, I gave out fresh baked cookies. I uh, didn't do that on Halloween night, but I did make pumpkin s'mores, Jay. So I'll be bringing some of those in uh, coming up ne- tomorrow night when I'm there in studio. Uh, so yeah, I would go with Almond Joys, the little bite-sized Almond Joys, as well as any type of a truffle. I know those are Ooh. too foo-foo for Halloween night, but I do love the truffles. Those are delicious. So we're going to keep it a little Halloween here still for the time being. So this comes from the desk who wants to know, do you pronounce it caramel, caramel, or Caramel. He sounded out all these. How do you pronounce caramel? (laughs) So I get so mad at my mom because she says caramel. Mom, there's another A in there. It's not caramel. Caramel, Carmel, Indiana is a town. That's not a candy or a a candy substance you're using candy. I say caramel. That's how I pronounce it. Uh, I don't know if I'm in the right or wrong or if it's a regional thing, but yes, I go with caramel. I think that's the, the right way, so I don't know. Oh, well, good. Since we're on the same page, boom. <laughs> uh, Matthew wants to know, have you ever dressed up as a Star Wars character for a Halloween before? I tried once to find a Chewbacca costume, and I could not. Uh, I had a Chewbacca mask. I never really had the costume. Um, so I guess that's a no because I didn't fully commit to it. I only did it half-assed, and that's not any way to approach a Star Wars character. Can I tell you we had a Yoda come to our door today uh, so we, we did have a Yoda with a lightsaber uh, we also saw I don't I can't I, I saw the lightsaber I don't know what character it was it was another character from Star Wars as we were driving we, we went to the grocery store uh, so I did see a few I've never dressed up as Princess Leia uh, I know there are those costumes the, the golden bikini costumes available uh, for how she she was in captivity with Jabba the Hutt but that's not really my style I would definitely go as a Chewbacca if I could find a costume, Uh, but to this point, I have not ever done that. This one made me laugh a little bit. Karen wants to know, did you carve a pumpkin this year? And if so, did you name it? 
We did not carve a pumpkin this year. I think because of everything going on in October, uh, both personally and professionally, we didn't get to it. And and I actually meant to share, to reshare our video from our YouTube channel of us attempting to carve a pumpkin last year. But I was so traumatized by it. I didn't think I ever wanted to do it again. Jay, funny enough, I still have the the scoops that oh, we used right. to scoop the pumpkin out of the middle of, of uh, shoot, I forgot her name. What was her name? Uh, Josephine. Josephine. Correct. Josephine. If you have not seen us attempt, and I do mean attempt, to carve a pumpkin, uh, definitely check that out on our YouTube channel, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. But in addition to that, we also did our Stairway to Seven, I don't know if it was Ep 3, maybe, in which we ranked Halloween candy. So that's where you need to go. I should have reshared those videos yesterday. Uh, pardon me for being at the hospital under anesthesia, uh, but I should have. Those are on our YouTube channel. You might find them amusing. All right, we'll move off Halloween here for now. Let's go to this one, which made me laugh. No one wants to know my best costume ever? I think I asked that last last week. You probably did, but just for, for, for fun for people, uh, it was an encyclopedia. Yes, I made a costume out of a large box. It was an encyclopedia. I was an encyclopedia <laughs> because I am a nerd. All right, this one made me laugh from Big Jim. He wants to know, did the movie Jaws make you afraid to swim in the ocean? <laughs> No, considering I just saw Jaws this time last year for the first time ever. (laughs) I had never seen it. I know that makes me a horrible excuse for a radio host and also a horrible excuse for an American. Uh, But I never seen it until last year. But I saw it in style. I went to the New Jersey Performing Arts Center where it was playing on a big screen as the New Jersey Symphony Orchestra performed the John Williams score iconic oh my gosh it was amazing and yes i did jump at all of the appropriate moments where i was scared to death uh but no i never saw it before last year so i was not afraid to go in the ocean this summer uh based on jaws (laughs) i was (laughs) i bet uh speaking of medical procedures and that good stuff mike asks what is the best thing to eat when you fall ill Wow, that's a good question. I actually prefer really warm soup, and and I'll do just a plain chicken noodle broth, or even without the noodles, just a plain chicken broth. Uh, That's one thing I eat. Something else I eat, too, which is going to sound funny, but the sodium always seems to settle my stomach and help with vocal cords slash sore throat eggs. Uh, Eggs work for me when my throat, my vocal cords are giving me trouble, they're hoarse, or, um, you know, I'm just not feeling well. So those are two things. You know what's really funny, Jay? I dig coffee. You and I, we couldn't survive without caffeine and without coffee on these hours. When I'm sick, I lose my taste for coffee. I will go four or five days in a row, if that's how long I don't feel well with a cold, and not drink coffee, which is astounding because... I, I, I don't like the taste or the smell of it when I don't feel well. Uh, these past couple days when I was doing the fast and preparing for anesthesia, um, I wasn't allowed to drink coffee with any dairy or almond milk or half and half, anything like that. So I couldn't do it. I couldn't drink it straight black. So I tried to drink green tea. <laughs> so, yeah, it was rough. It was rough to go a couple days without caffeine as well. I feel like even like the sickness, maybe your body like almost rejects it, like caffeine maybe? Is something to do with that? I maybe. Know. I just know it doesn't smell or taste good when I don't feel well. Huh. Uh, this one I liked. This comes from Paul. He wants to know, what's the worst weather you ever played a sport in? Wow, good question. I mean, I played basketball games in, inside when there were snowstorms outside uh, when I was in high school growing up in New Hampshire. I Honestly, 
I would say the worst sporting event that I ever competed in, if you want to call it this, would be the half marathon. I just ran in New Jersey about six weeks ago in the middle of Tropical Storm Ophelia. I still can't believe uh, how awful it was. Uh, And the only reason I kept running, the last three miles were sheer willpower. The only reason I kept running is because I knew if I stopped, I would be freezing. Uh, The temps were in the 40s. And number two, it would take me longer to finish. I've never been more miserable in a sporting event in my entire life, but I didn't run the entire 13 miles. It was, it was it was terrible. It was just, it was flat out terrible. 40 mile per hour winds and pounding rain for 13 straight miles. I had an inkling that would be the answer. So <laughs> Alec follows up a different answer, a question. Alec wants to know, when's your next half marathon? Oh, that's a good question. Actually, since the official honeymoon is not until early May, I plan on doing a half marathon in April probably, uh, just so that I can get in good shape and make sure that I'm prepared for what will be an iconic vacation. Uh, We already have plane tickets, by the way, so we're really looking forward to that. But yeah, probably in early to mid-April. All right, and we'll close out here with some rapid fire. Eek! Jay? Did you answer? I didn't hear a, a question. Trick or treat? Oh, trick. <laughs> rake or blow leaves? Oh, I do not blow leaves. Only rake. And and Bob thinks I'm hysterical because I have a leaf blower in their shed. Roller coaster or Ferris wheel? Roller coaster. Sunflower or rose? <gasps> oh, I'll go rose because they smell beautiful. Rom-com or documentary? Is it a military history documentary? If it is, I'll take that. Okay. Uh, Pringles or Lay's? Pringles! Hangman or rock, paper, scissors? Hangman. Last one here, dancing or singing? Singing. I cannot dance. This girl cannot dance. It's going to be embarrassing at the wedding. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.